0: Thank <laughs> you. This is really on demand. What you want, when you want it. It's Active FM. Active FM. Hello and welcome to a new week of It's a Mom's Life. We hope you've been good and the week has been good to you. Last week, Denise rendered us the last, very last conversation on parenting styles Mm -hmm. uh, on the series that we were doing on that, The Uninvolved Parent. So if you've missed that, please do go back and listen. It was very, very awesome.
1: Cool. Yes. And today, while for the rest of this month, we're going to be talking uh, around family, right? So this week we have entitled this the role of parents. So all around family, the role of parents, we're talking about family. In family, there are different roles, right? As we know, mom, dad, and even children have different functions and have roles in the family. The child can't go to work the parents have to do that right so something silly but it's important that we know these roles so so we don't end up doing everything ourselves in this life and so much more so you know sometimes and you'll find it with single parents or parents you know single parents doesn't matter Um, they're kind of fulfilling both roles in the in the family right because there's either no mother or no father so the mother has to be the father but that's not the case here because the mother should be the mother, have the mother role, yeah, and good. there should be a fatherly role, even if it isn't in family. But right now we're talking about family, right? Um, so we're not supposed to be doing carrying the load all by ourselves. Family needs to be have different roles and different functions and have things that they need to do. Yeah, that's very good so what are
0: the parental roles so the first thing we're going to look at is from proverbs 22 verse 15 it says provide good instructions mm-hmm. but this verse is amazing you know when you read the bible for so long some things you sort of like when you read them it's like you just pass through it but when you read it again you go wow so yeah. it says um in proverbs 22 verse 15 um, a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness but physical discipline will drive it away so that's where we provide good instructions as parents because our kids, they don't know it all, right? And the second thing we do is we meet their needs. And this is from 1 Timothy 5 verse 8. But if anyone does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household has denied faith and is worse than an unbeliever that is a heavy statement right there and i remember my husband and i being been convicted by this years ago because you know as a person or as a mom as a dad you can look amazing on the outside in the workplace you are generous to the community you are generous you are successful but at home if you are not being that at home you actually are a failure as a as a parent because everything flows from within the home not the other way around so it counts for nothing if you are generous to the outside world but you don't provide for your own household so two things as parents we provide good instructions and we also meet the needs of our children
1: that's very good because we need to be teaching moral values according to the word of God right yeah so in Colossians 3 verse 21 it speaks about fathers do not provoke or irritate or exasperate your child right Mm. and then also in ephesians 6 verse 4 it says also fathers do not provoke your children to anger and bring them up in discipline and instruction of the lord right so we need to always make sure and constantly make sure that we're teaching our kids good morals this is a balanced discipline towards kids so in other words um you know you can't just be Disciplining your kids all the time there has to be some kind of form of encouragement as well Not too hard and not too soft on your kids so you can't be one like we spoke about last month We can't be one where where we're like, oh no, it's like, you know, um, my kid can do whatever they want to You know, they are their own person and we can't be too too hard either to go, listen, you cannot do anything You cannot leave this house, you cannot, you know, you have to give them some kind of teaching Because both can be dangerous to children, one can, you know actually both can actually sh- uh, shift the child to rebellion in both ways and me- and much more uh, children can be disheartened or take uh, the wrong path like the example of Eli so Eli's children you know uh, obviously the priest he was like listen my kids he knew his kids were like terrible they were doing things they shouldn't do he was like constantly offering sacrifices he wasn't teaching the kids anything he wasn't telling them what they should or shouldn't do and what was wrong and right he was just like lord forgive them uh, we can't follow that example so what is effective correction so there's three fundamental aims in correcting our family right edifying build up right to set boundaries correct them from a young age we all know that correcting children needs to be done from a young age you can't just start at the age of 13. it's not going to work uh you know and and if you are because this is how you know you've just started and you've only learned this now or there's certain things in life that's happened You know, you ask for the Holy Spirit, but make sure that you are correcting your children at a young age, that you're setting boundaries at a young age, but also uh, build them up in this. It's not a thing of you must do because I said so. It's building them up to go do this because this will protect you. To motivate, discipline should not demotivate children. So when your child feels demotivated because you've disciplined them, uh, it's a problem. You should be disciplining them and going, this is why I'm disciplining you. This is how it's going to benefit you. Such a different way to think about it, you know, when you're disciplining your child. Watch what you say to them. Uh, That could be negative. So never say something negative. Say it in a way that's uh, positive, but you're still disciplining them. Even our attitude or gestures could destroy destroy them emotionally. Your attitude towards them and your gestures towards them. That means the things that you do with your body, flicking your hand or rolling your eyes to your child could really destroy them emotionally. To bring comfort, children should not fight battles on their own. Parents should help and support them. It's so important to have that open door relationship, to go... Listen, if there's something wrong, mm. come to me, speak to me. But also as a parent, you know when they do come and speak to you, that it's not going to be a shouting match, yeah. uh, that it's going to be uh, most often sitting down and going, okay, this is the problem here. This is how we're going to fix it. Um, the value of children doesn't come from their actions, but mm. it's all, it's good. about who they are mm. as a person. So good. you didn't make a child because you wanted them to be perfect you made a child because you wanted to be with this person you wanted Mm -hmm. to have a relationship with this person it's about the person that they are yeah i really love that i mean it's not like you as a parent you're perfect
0: as well and to have that expectation on your child when you need the same grace i just thought sure that is such a powerful thing right there so the woman in the family let's look at psalm 128 um, verse 3a it says your wife shall be like a fruitful Mm -hmm. vine in the very heart of your house your children like olive plants all around your table when the bible speaks about fruitfulness it never speaks of one area in your life and i love that it used um the example of a vine i mean we all have seen a vine right it's always this plant that's always reaching um on the wall and stretching out all the time and there is no limit if it can get there. The vine will get there, even to the next door neighbor's wall. Yeah. But it's always reaching out. And I just love that because that's what us as a woman, that's who we need to be, reaching out all the time, just like the vine. Yeah. And there is no limit on how God wants us to. You know, I, I can only go this far. A vine does not have that limit. It says if, if there's a will, there's a way. I'm reaching out. I'm growing everywhere I need to grow. And that's what fruitfulness actually means for us as a woman in the home. And that's we good. also look at Proverbs 31. all know this woman if you're a you know a woman of faith we always look at her and we go i want to be that woman yeah you know the proverbs 31 woman and um she is so many things and when you look at it sometimes when i look at it should i say for myself i never know i don't know one woman who is all of that at once but we can all find ourselves in this woman who is a fashion designer who is a seamstress who is a businesswoman who is whatever that she is yeah. but there is just one thing that stood out for me in this proverb that it hasn't um in the past it's uh verse 11 and 12 it says her husband trusts her and she will greatly enrich his life she brings him good and not harm all the days of her life. This I didn't sure. realise it was there. <laughs> it's been there all along. But I just love that that as a woman, if you can be all of that, the businesswoman, looking after the children mm-hmm. and doing all of those things. But the most important thing that I that stood out for me here is your your heart does your husband trust you. Do you yeah, enrich his good. life? Do you do him good and not harm all the days of your life, not when you're in a good mood, yeah, but for all good. the days of your life? So I really love that. Yeah. That this is who we should be, or this is who we are, you know, as a Proverbs 31 woman.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And also sowing the best into our children. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't you can't just have a child and then expect the child just to grow up and be amazing and perfect. We need to be sowing positive words and attitudes, you know, yeah. yes, there'll be times we'll mess up. That's that, you know, we repent and we come before God and we come before them and go, I'm sorry I said this or, you know, but so in positive words and attitudes, we sow integrity. So showing them what integrity looks like, mm. what, what honesty looks like, what doing the right thing looks like. We show them. We sow that into them. We sow spiritually into them. That's telling Mm. them about God. That's telling them about who they are in Christ. That's telling them the promises of God. That's speaking the word over over them. That's praying for them, teaching them how to pray Mm. spiritually. We sow discipline into them. When something needs to be done, make sure that it gets done. When you say you will be doing something, make sure that you do it. Uh, that's obviously part of integrity I think, Uh, but discipline, making sure that certain things get followed on a regular basis, putting rules in place, making sure that they follow. We sow the right image in them. Mm -hmm. As I said earlier who they are in Christ is important, not who someone else says they are because they'll get to school and they'll get to places Mm -hmm. and people and people tell them who they are and we have not done our job if we are not telling them who they are in Christ. Uh, and speaking the word over them, taking the word out and going, "This is who you are, not what other people tell you who you, who you are." And, you know, it's really important, especially yeah. with the generation that we we live in. And I Very suppose good. I'll be blunt and say this, but it's important that if a girl's a girl, that they know that they are a girl and what a girl's function is and what a girl should should do and should say and how should how she should act, and that a girl will marry a man one day. And same with the boy, that a boy is a boy, he does boy functions, plays with suits and toys, plays with, um, you know, boys as in, you know, not in a terrible way, but Mm -hmm. that they know who they are in Christ, a man and a woman coming together and actually showing that into them as well, Mm -hmm. saying that one day you're going to get married to, if it's a boy, I say this to my sons, you're going to get married to a beautiful girl. And um, she's going to be godly. She's going to love Jesus, mm. and she's going to be just like mommy. I hope one day, you mm. know, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> that, that could be terrible. Uh, but yes, all of that needs to be needs to be done. Now oh, that's good. They usually say, Denise, that
0: your boys will either choose someone like their sister or their mother. So chances ah. are, <laughs> <laughs> you were the very first yeah. girlfriend. So you yes. are the standard. <laughs> Which I love that so much, I'm like, oh. So I need to be the best (laughs) of everything so that, you know, when they choose someone who looks, whatever, that's not the topic now. So the last thing that I want to say is that family is God's idea. Family came from God. God created family from the beginning. We need to remember that, that it's not anyone else's Mm -hmm. idea. It's not the world's idea. In order for us to be everything God created us to be within the family, we need to go back to him so that that we we can know how to... Do this family thing, cause we cannot without him. He yeah. he is the author of family.
1: Yeah. So we're gonna end off with Proverbs 22 verse six, and it says, "Train up your child in the way he should go; even when he is old, he will not depart from it." Train up your child in a way that they should go. That's a godly way. That's the word. That's that's the Bible. That's his, God's promises. And it also says in three John one verse four, "Have no greater joy than to hear." That my children are walking in the truth okay, when we walk in the truth god is god is glad god is joyful right yeah. we we need to teach our children to walk in the truth uh, that's not going to just come naturally maybe it will one day you know in certain situations but as a parent that is our duty to teach them to walk in truth the truth is the word of god no other truth yeah. satan and man will plant lies into your children's <coughs> mind about who they are satan will do that satan still does that today i'm sure with us here right here as Many as old truth. as we are but if we are if they are well rooted and established mm. they will be immovable mm. if they are well rooted and established in the word and who they are yeah. they will be immovable, immovable not perfect not perfect but strong in character Very good. strong enough to go i'm not perfect i've done this wrong i can repent and i can change my life and that's what we're building into our children mm. and that is the function mm. of parents Very right good. so we hope that this was a yeah. you know our opening for you we definitely did learn a, a, a lot in this but sure. uh please go and check us out on facebook it's a mom's life where we live laugh love on active fm oh yeah we hope to see you next week Let's with another read. awesome show goodbye bye active
0: fm is everywhere go find us and click that button twitter facebook TikTok, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and so much more. More. See all the fun posts, get involved in interesting discussions, voice your opinions, and get updates by following us on social media. Spread the word. word. It's that simple. Become part of the family today because radio has never been better. (laughs) better.